She's like, I'm the only person who's allowed to be 32 here. Left. <laughs> gone. Welcome to Pure Filth Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Sarah. This is a podcast about writing. It is. Hi. I feel like, oh no, there is going to be some talking about writing. This will be none for me. I'll just sit back and let you. None for you. Yeah. Yeah. I I wrote. I recognize that, right? Sorry. I (laughs) I actually don't care. I only care about my own sex life. So yours is fucking irrelevant. Um. But today Fine. we have a really fun episode for you guys. We have a guest today and the guest will also be talking about writing. So again, I will just sit back and say nothing while you guys boast about your fucking sex lives. <laughs> yeah, we do. So our guest is um, my friend and yours, Ablahin Deberka. She's a comedian. She's on the Tri Channel. She's a nasty woman and she is a slag. Uh, welcome, Blahi. Hi, thank you for the very, very accurate depiction of my character, my nature in general. Yes, I'm a hoe. <laughs> Hello. <I'm> a hoe. <laughs> so the reason that you are on the podcast today is twofold. Number one, you and I are about to launch a brand new live comedy show. Yeah, we're in Dublin. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait. I know, called Date Night, and we're very excited. Again, um, I'll just sit so, back and say nothing. Well, you, you, you can, you'll, you will hopefully come to one of them at some point. I might, I might yeah. not. Oh, we'll have you as a guest. We'll have you as a guest. I'll repay the favor by having you as a guest on our show, and then Michelle will just have to be the. I don't know. Have the power play. The power play of like having always been the one, not the guest. <laughs> I naturally yeah. like so. I'm gonna have to politely decline that invitation. Thank you. I can, I can think of nothing worse for me personally. <laughs> I can think of nothing worse. But I will be front row clapping you on, and you know, all that. Jazz. Thank you. <laughs> um, so that's the real reason Blahine is here. But the um the ostensible reason that we've made up to get her on the podcast so that we can talk about the comedy show is that. She was recently at her very first sex party, and we want to hear all about her experience. Yeah, baby's first sex party is what I've been saying, and then stopping myself immediately so that I don't get cancelled because you know. But... No, one of the main rules of sex parties is that there no babies are allowed to be there. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, okay, thank you, leader of Tennessee. I got it. Yes, no. no I think I think probably no babies allowed at a sex party is quite good. Also, no making babies, no baby making probably allowed. Hopefully, right? I'm sure like, that's happened. I wonder how many times that's it's definitely happened. What? A, yeah, that you've, like what a yeah. great way to be brought into the world. It's better than how I conceived mine off my head at oxygen in a oh, tent. Yeah. In a tent. Well, I mean. On a fucking beer can that I actually like smashed and then realized I was had been soaking myself in like what's it called? Tuberg. It was Tuberg. I smelled oh like Tuberg for a week. And then I had to that is a real, 
Yeah, that that is a real that is a real yeah that's a real unplanned pregnancy story. I don't know. Yeah, there's something a little bit more glam, isn't there, about like maybe getting pregnant at a sex party when you didn't plan to? Yeah, it's just but, a bit yeah. Exotic, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's ironic that well now I'm now I'm getting freaked at my periods due next week. I'll have to just keep a very very close eye. <laughs> Because I did write, sorry, spoiler alert, I rode, I rode at the party. Spoilers, spoilers. Um, yeah. Okay, so now that we've established that there's no babies at sex parties, let's talk about what actually happened at the sex party. So, well, hang on, um, whoa, 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 whoa. Best oh, message. Yeah, I couldn't even say that there. Sorry, I forgot. I have one. Mm-hmm. So, this isn't really a best worst message. This is just a worst worst message. It is awful okay (laughs) one of the worst messages i've ever received michelle you do this every time every time you like build it up no (laughs) okay just just like just go okay it's from fat life i hope i haven't done this one before it's from fat life it says you could be my mom but i've always wanted to fuck slap choke her so oh no Oh no! Like speaking of babies, I mean speaking of like, ugh. so it says How he's twenty. This person twenty. Okay, oh, wow. No, you could be his mom. Okay. Yeah, you could be his mom, and that, like, yeah, and so that is important to bear in mind. But like, is it? <laughs> Thanks for reinforcing that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's not a question. Is it that he's trying to acknowledge the age difference respectfully, or is it that he's trying to say he would like to crawl up inside of your womb? For some (laughs) reason, I don't think respect is at the forefront of his mind in in this message. Yeah. Um, I think it's obviously his like fetish. Yeah. Um, Sorry, sorry, go back. What did he want to do to his mum? Slash you? Fuck, slap, choke. Yeah. So it says slap, choke, slash, slap, slash, choke. Oh, like war. Yeah. But he he started with fuck. Yes, 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 yes. Right. This guy. In in order of preference, for sure. Yeah. This guy wants to fuck his mum. Do we need to alert anybody? I mean, ACAB, but (laughs) like, is there something? Going, maybe, maybe, anybody? maybe his mum. We at least, well, we need to. We, how, how did you respond when you when you do best worst message? Do you tell, sh- say how you respond? You don't respond. No, I you well, I didn't respond. rarely respond to these messages. We rarely respond. Full stop <laughs> to any messages. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose I'm kind of like that as well. Um, but I am much more of I, I don't know whether it's the Libra in me as in like always wanting the justice or it's the fact that I'm like a bit of a smug bitch and so if I have the time it does make me feel really good to give out to them even though like it doesn't work it doesn't do anything to, for them but it makes me feel really mighty like holier than thou which so that's nice um so I do I think maybe I think I'd probably if I had a bit of a slow day which is very rare if I did but Sometimes what would you even say I will, to that? Like, I'd, well, I'd be like, I'd, well, I'd send him a gif of Libby from Sabrina, the teenage witch. Um, and then I'd say, ew, just to really reinforce that I'm saying ew from Libby, 
from Serena the Teenage Witch. But he wouldn't get the reference because he's too young. Um, and then, <laughs> and then his mum be like, so yeah, his mum definitely would. And then you'd say, show this to your mum; she'll get the reference. She'll get it. She'll get it. And, also, and then maybe I don't know numbers for therapists or something like that. Just like yeah. <laughs> them along you know sometimes I do respond um but only ever to further the narrative so yeah. if I think I can knock a bit more crack out of it yeah yeah it'll get funnier that that's when I will respond but I did not respond to this I was just like yikes on a bike goodbye now it'll work for the pod and for date nights for our show so like do, do start harvesting and do start pushbacking <laughs> seeing where it can go because I want to hear about it I want to hear like Roger on the pod or in in person Uh, please do me a favor send me a screenshot of that so that I can block that person yeah I will I will I will thank you um yeah so that was best worst I think we should just move on to the sex party discussions even though I have road we don't have all night to be talking about things so um maybe we'll get to to my ride later or another day um so yeah questions blaheen why so this was your first ever sex party um why why were you even interested in going to a sex party at all i think like i think it's it's a weird one for me with kink because it's never it's never been something that like i was all of a sudden interested in it's kind of like I'm just I I heard about king parties and sex parties I'm like yeah well obviously I would like to go and see what something like that is like if I don't like it cool but like I'm, it's never I'm literally the opposite of someone that goes ew why would you want to do that I'm more kind of like yeah try anything once I, I guess like I've been indoctrinated by the try channel to literally want to give everything a go <laughs> so that they can't sneak up on me with it imagine it was like a tri-channel video like like Irish people try try. swingers clubs yeah I'm I'm not sure how well received by the swinging community that that would be no yeah it's like a social experiment slash entertainment thing whenever we have now it's less the tri channel it's more the channel before that that cannot be named anymore but um like well like it can just we don't we just don't like to give them publicity but from the first channel that it started out with when we were doing more of those kind of out on site kind of try things um trying things out we would get deliberately get someone that's very much in the scene of whatever it was so when we did like you know i think we did aerial silks and things like that like we would get someone that's actually in the scene rather than just being like oh, imagine wouldn't it be so funny like so we would have done it respectfully but you know, I I I did it for me, not for the internet. Um, and then she comes on the podcast and. <laughs> but you yeah. know, yeah, it's not it's not something that I have ever not been interested in. It was just like, and I know that the way I don't know, Sarah, if you know this, but like the, the thing is that the way that I, I even got an invite to it was because myself and Mitch were out for we were out for dinner, and I was just like, we were talking about how I've kind of always been like kink adjacent it's just that and it's not ever that I haven't wanted to dip my toe in fully it's just kind of like I just haven't been I haven't gone for the opportunity I haven't sought it out and so I was like yeah I haven't even been to like a full sex event and Michelle was oh like oh God. there's one on I didn't 
have never, <laughs> you, never even been to a sex event. Like, what, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> I know. I, yeah, I know. And now I've been, I've been, what's well, like, I've been baptized into the world. <laughs> I can't. But like, it was literally that simple. It was just kind of Michelle was like, oh, well, there's one on XYZ, like, you know, named the date. Do you want to come? I, I checked like, my calendar. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Put your, your diary there and we'll schedule one in for you. <laughs> exactly. It was very, very simple. And, you know, I have always kind of been, as I've said, kind of kink adjacent, as in like, I've always had an interest in the scene. I have lots of friends that are on the scene. Um, Any events that kind of like came across my, I never sought out events, but any events that a friend invited me to or whatever, like Nivnock and so on, I would go to. So yeah, in the exact same way is how this happened, as you invited me and I said yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you are. Easy. <laughs> you have no idea. Oh, I'm not easy. I'm actually very, I'm actually very discerning. I wanted to go, like I wasn't necessarily thinking I will definitely win 100,000 of Michelle's face. The WhatsApp okay. beg to differ. How dare you? I, I, I am. <laughs> just emotionally not sexually uh no but like I uh I do I wasn't necessarily thinking that I would definitely 1000% have sex I was kind of going I would like to see how these events go I'm just interested in knowing about things and people you know I've got ADHD I need stimulation I'm glad to hear that you didn't go into it expecting 100% to have sex because despite your first experience which we'll hear more about I would hate for you to think that that's how it goes yeah (laughs) yeah. you know every night out is you know you just take your pick of whoever you want and there's always somebody there for you and you always have good sex unfortunately I don't think that that is uh that would be setting you up for some some fairly intense failure down the line or disappointment rather yeah definitely and so although although you say that you're kind of kink adjacent in terms of like being on the scene and attending events do you like personally identify as kinky I do yeah absolutely and like my whole kink journey would be it's I interestingly enough I was kind of you know I'm I'm an ardent feminist as we all are and it the way that my kink journey happened was years ago that I think I saw like a movie or something where a young woman runs away with a rich old man and he like buys her things for ages and she loves it and then and then then she goes back to her life or whatever and I was just kind of like I was always like no I'm an independent woman I'll always buy my own meals and everything like that but then saw this and I was like there's something here that I would like to do this for even like a week you know And that made me go, well, why not try to do it for a week? And so then I got into kind of like, you you know, it's not even necessarily that I got into it. I kind of just learned loads and loads and loads about like sugar daddies and sugar babies and all that kind of stuff, that lifestyle. I tried to get into it, dabbled a little bit. Um, There's reasons that it it didn't necessarily work out. And and it's more to do with, shockingly, it's more to do with men than with me. Um, (laughs) What? Can you believe it? I know. Are you are you saying it's the men's fault? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. never been, that's never been uttered before in this podcast. How dare you? I think I, I think I figured out that uh being a sugar baby or even being like into money or into being uh even like a femme dom or being dominated or any of that is not unfeminist, but they are still trying to find that out. They really do think that it's just kind of like 
if give money, I fuck you and you shut up. <laughs> and so that's a real pity. Um, so, so no, like, can I just say some of them? Yes, probably, exactly. That's probably what, that's probably most of them. Probably most of them. Yeah. yeah but um, totally. I do think that oh, one if of the benefits of being involved in a scene is that you have more access to men who actually understand the dynamic. 100%. There are still yeah. certainly the minority of those men, but they do mm. exist. And I think that it's, it's only fair to say mm. that. 100%. Yeah. I was just about to say that because it's like, yeah, that's mainly how how I found it on, and that was on those specific sites. But, you know, when you're actually more on the scene, as you've just said, and like mm. you meet people and you can kind of just talk about it more openly. And then you can, kind of, and as well as that, there's less, um, there's less need for judgment or critique from either end as well when you're actually meeting people in person because it's just kind of like, oh, cool. Thanks for telling me that that's your thing. It's not my thing and vice versa. And so that's fine. Yeah. Whereas, like, online, there's all, like, what are you looking for? Okay, no, well, I'm not going to give you that. And there's a lot more area, there's, you know, and there's a lot more anonymity in terms of, like, them being able to be horrible to you or take you for granted. And, again, vice versa, if I wanted to do that. So, not that I do. But, like, it's, yeah, I that's how I kind of got into that the world of kink. And then, I suppose, and I've always been, like, just a sexual person as well. So, I... And I've always been someone that's very, very open about all the different ways in which and all the different sexualities and so on. So again, it's that I wasn't necessarily fully on the scene. I would say I'm on the scene now. Can I be on? <laughs> let me in. <laughs> Sorry. Let, let, me, let me just check the register. Um, yes, your application has been accepted. Thank you so much. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Oh my God. All right, I can, I'll expect my golden dildo in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you put a condom on that because don't put gold in your pussy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's I suppose that's how I got to uh, got to it, and then I've just always just really, really, really been very open minded. So mm. yeah, and so once, once you decided to go, like, what were your fears, concerns? Like, were yeah. you, did were you like apprehensive? I was. I was apprehensive more because of it wasn't that I was scared that I might see or experience or feel something that I wasn't expecting or didn't like. It was that I was worried that I would do it wrong. <laughs> that I would just that I'd make a holy show of myself and I'd be like a nerd at you know. And also I was very aware of the of that kind of um you don't want to be like I know obviously voyeurism is a big part of kink but you don't want to be seen as like this outsider coming in being like oh let me just see how you guys carry on and then if I like it I'll stay and if I don't I was very aware of that and I didn't want that to be because it's not true of me so I didn't want to come across that way so I guess I was just more concerned with how I came across and how I presented um to make sure that my nervousness or my inexperience didn't come across as disrespect um Mm. So yeah. yeah, I think that's really, really normal. I because I think that a lot of people, when they think about sex clubs or sex parties or whatever, they have these ideas of like extremely glamorous people, like very, very sexy, confident people, um, and actually all it is is it's a load of Irish people in the nip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> There's absolute nerds and clowns and people who are extremely socially awkward, 
there's people who are fucking annoying and loud and obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Then there are sexy people. Like there's the exact same, I would say, uh, variety of people in those rooms as there is in any other pub or nightclub. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. It was just less clothing on the same amount of people and the same people that would be in any bar in town. Oh, like I completely agree. So it was much less intimidating when I got there. And again, I you see, I'm, I'm not really someone that's like naturally, it's hard to make me feel awkward like or embarrassed. So it wasn't even that I was intimidated or worried. I was just kind of going, okay, I, may, I need to make sure I don't fuck up here. Like, so, you know. And then how do you, yeah, I, how do you stop yourself feeling embarrassed? Because I would really like, I, that would be, I could use that. Can we just do some poaching? Pure delusion. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never feel awkward or embarrassed I was like oh my god that's that's yeah. my embrace that's my embrace delusion Sarah come yeah. to the dark side yeah embrace the cringe and like how many events have I've been to so many events over the years and I still walk into everyone being like oh my god oh my god like that person <laughs> looked at me oh my god <laughs> so bad no. I know I, I guess like I the it, it is very much a fake it till you make it it is very much a delusion thing I don't want to say it's all delusion of course I actually do have like my own confidence and so on but like as a performer in general you have to just like the show must go on and so I, but but then again I do also maybe it's not maybe it's not even delusion maybe it's oversaturation because I also have generalized anxiety and so maybe it's just I'm so used to being anxious and hating myself for everything that I've said that I don't feel embarrassed about anything in particular that I've said. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Yeah. You've, you've just desensitized yourself to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, yeah, yeah this is my normal. <laughs> I feel like, like a loser all the time. It's like the Incredible Hulk. The secret is he's always angry. Yeah. If you, hey, if you, if you stay anxious, you don't got to get anxious. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. I guess that works. But then, like, I it is it, it's a weird juxtaposition. I am very, very like overly confident and make sure that I carry myself in the in in specific ways that don't show my fear. Um, especially if I do start to feel it, like I will get a little bit more defensive rather than back down and be embarrassed. So, um. Just again, self-preservation, like as a performer, you can't be, you can't show a heckler like that they're, you know what I mean? That they're getting to you. You have to be able to give it back. So you have to be able to walk away from that stage with your head held high. <laughs> so, yeah. And the world's stage. I suppose as well, like me, me and you, we don't know each other like that well, but you must know that I would never bring somebody to a party that I thought was going to show me up in any way because I am a snob. And if I don't think someone is cool enough to be my friend, I would not bring them. I genuinely, for the first, for a millisecond there, I thought that you meant that you would only bring uglier friends to the parties. And I got so offended. I did not know that you had a scale of the friends, did not know where I fell on it. So, but uh, equally hot, I would hope, at very least. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Uh, I yeah no look and I wouldn't want to that's another thing as well I suppose it's not even for myself and for self-preservation it was very much that I didn't want it to be that like oh who's that weirdo that Michelle brought like, party. like, like imagine it'd be so I'd be scarlet but, that was me 
I'm yeah. the, I'm that's yeah. my job. Don't take my spot, oh. bitch. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't seem a fun spot. <laughs> you are beloved, Sarah. Yeah, but I'm your awkward, I'm your awkward sidekick, like, and I'm okay with that. Michael, I've kind of I know I know where I am, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I I, I know how to do this. This comes naturally to me. I'm quite comfortable here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I feel like I am the the between me and Sarah, I'm like the straight man of the comedy of the comedy duo. Like, I'm just there to to provide a a foil for her to like bounce off. That's so, that's so, that's really funny because I think, I am pretty sure, now correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure that out of me and you, you see me as the straight man and (laughs) of the comedy. I don't think so. I I don't know. I guess we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll have to work it out. I am going to be a more loud, brash one, I suppose. So there's that, Mm -hmm. but I'm a queer woman just to clear all that up. Any questions, (laughs) you know? But and Sarah, you know, you don't come across as like awkward or 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 frightened to me. Honestly. No, 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 just blind just wait. Okay, you've never <laughs> seen her. wait. Wait until we are in a room with a man that I'm attracted to. That's all that we need yeah. to do. Right. In fairness, and that, I... man, and that man speaks to her. No, no, no. Yeah, even just looks. What she wants. Looks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah, fairness, yeah. I can be a bit like that as well, unless if I know that they like me as well, then 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 grand we're in, that's fine. But if I don't know, then I can get a bit ridiculous. And also, if you want to talk about embarrassment and embarrassing moments, like there are literally just recent times where things have happened with men that I fancy that I out loud on my own in my apartment when I remember them, I scream no at the top of my lungs. So, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's me as well and for some reason for me if I don't know if they fancy me I'm fine no, I'm absolutely grand it's the second they show even the slightest interest oh. and, and and as that interest increases like like if they openly flirt with me even in a sex club right like like I'm actually getting sweaty just thinking about it. I fucking hate it so. <laughs> it's it is. It is something to behold. Like it, and then you it's see yeah, Michelle. Really Michelle is always in the background cackling. Oh. Like, but I just always find it so absurd because it's like, hang on a minute. I'm like, hang on a minute. Ten minutes ago, you were absolutely bending my ear off giving out shit that nobody was paying you any attention and now it's happening and you're even more distressed than you were before it doesn't make any yeah. sense <laughs> yeah well I mean and they that like you see I'm surprised well I'm not surprised at that Michelle because I do know you somewhat but like I mean I, I love the way you're like we don't know each other that well it's like we don't know each other that well as in that long but we have we are constantly in touch I think you might know literally me at this stage but like I would have I, I was I did have that extra safety going in of like if I have a question that I'm there with a friend that I can ask and it doesn't need to be weird I'm always like things don't need to be weird communication is the most important thing for me and I'm, so I'm always just like things don't need to be weird for me or for anybody else that I'm talking to like I will if I sense that you're feeling like a little bit nervous I'll be like what's how can I f- make this stop <laughs> for you you know so that was a that was a real comfort for me that you wouldn't be cackling at me in a corner if it didn't go the way that I wanted it to. Wow. But now I see that I have that to fear. So yeah, 
Maybe that's yeah. just for me. No, <laughs> probably on your first night, I wouldn't have done that. I was like minding you and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Now you know, now you know the score, and you're responsible for yourself. I was yeah. Oh, well, if I'm responsible for myself, we're in trouble. We are. <laughs> well, one of the things that did surprise me when we got in was kind of how small. I don't know how big I expected it to be, but like how small the space is. Even though it's across two floors, and there's literally beds, and there's a hot tub and everything, and so like that surprised me because even it, it is a lot of physical space, but because a lot of it is walled off. So like the beds and the, the hot tub is not mm, walled off. But yeah. it's like, you know, it's a lot of space, floor space. So the actual hangout area is very, you, you, you have to see everybody unless they're hidden somewhere, you know? And so that was, that's an interesting one. Even the smoking area, there's like a glass pane, like there's a window to see into it. So you wouldn't be able to hide from your, from someone that you didn't want to see at all. Oh God, no, no, there's no hiding. Yeah. And really, if there's somebody that you don't want to see, the last place you want to see them is at a fucking sex party, isn't it? Exactly. This is the thing. Imagine, like, imagine I had just ended up like baby's first sex party and then spent the whole like thing cowering on a bed on my own. And then if anyone tried to join, just being like, no, please get out because it's the only place that no one can see me. Like, And you, and you stranded out in the back arse of like, industrial estate suburban Dublin like it really yeah and that that's another thing it was so far out I think actually do you know what I think if I ever get rich one of my first investments will be bringing sex clubs closer to blocking Diverka because <laughs> I'm too lazy to be doing all that going out there like agreed it's very costly. yeah it is, it is a problem for that particular event like it's so far out for people and it's quite an expensive event as well. And yeah. so with, between taxis and drinks and paying in at the door, like I've myself and Michelle both said, like we both think that that's put, that puts a lot of people off going to that event over other events, which is a pity because yeah. I think aside from those factors, I actually think it's the best one. I completely agree. Um, Are there other, I'm, I guess I'm interviewing you guys now. Are there, so like that's not the only like full sex or full play event, obviously. No. Tell me more. Tell your audience. We will. So in that particular venue, there are loads of other swingers nights Um, that are not organized through FetLife. They're organized through Fab Swingers. Um that happen in the same venue. And this particular night that we went to called Swingsters um is a fetish slash swing event organized by members of the kink community and it's more of like a kink party with sex whatever whatever so that's really the only full sex party on the scene where you can where it's like public in as much as the event details are published and there is a there is a way to apply to go yeah there are other parties that happen in that same venue that are fully private invite only parties that you only know about if you know the organizers and they have invited you yeah so you're very much like they're very much on the scene kind of things yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 um so which but is even i don't think that there is fun i don't know what it is but for me swingsters um none of the other events have that same like party energy that swingsters does even yeah, the other 
sex events that take place in the exact same building and actually have a few of the same people, like quite a, a big overlap between crowds. For some reason, I don't think that they're as fun. Do you know well, what I'll say as well? Our, our amazing and beloved Swingsters hostess was not at the latest one. Oh. And the, part, the party vibe. I like the hosts. There was one in particular, I can't remember her name and probably wouldn't want to name her anyway, but like just in case for everybody's, you know, uh, privacy. But like she was like, she recognized me from comedy and she was so nice at one stage, like because you know the way I lost my, I lost one of my piercings. And at one stage I was like trying to switch things around so that, you know, things would stay open where they need to stay open and everything. And she ended up having to help me with my belly bar. And that was a very kind thing for her to do. So I really appreciated it. So, you know, that that sense of, it, of like, again, I guess, community and being looked after and like not having to worry about like feeling awkward and stuff like that. That was very much there. But I do, I do have to say that as well. Like you don't want to, I guess, like, like you still want to have an air of, you know, who's going to be there you know if I was to be going to one every few months or whatever I wouldn't want to know exactly who's going of course if there was someone that I wanted to play with then I would probably get in touch with them and ask them but like you know maybe it's better to be like "Ooh, what could happen and I guess that was what made it really exciting for me as well because I was like anything could happen yeah and so what were your like first first impressions when you walked into the room that I will then give my first impressions which were undoubtedly very different (laughs) <laughs> well you did turn to me and you were like it's so much quieter than I thought it would be but I think you I were like, nervous <laughs> yeah I think you wanted because you were you were having that that experience of bringing a friend to something being like oh my god it's gonna be so good and then you get there and it's like is this what you like you weirdo um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like there it was it was quieter than I expected but again that was good because if it was loads of people, it might have been really, really overwhelming for me. And kind of like, again, I would maybe worry that there was someone that I knew and didn't want to see there or whatever, you know. So I guess that was that was fine. That was yeah, that was good even. Um, I guess I found the smoking area a little bit strange because it was so the acoustics in there are very much like if you're not talking, you can hear everybody else's conversation. So when I wasn't when I was just sitting in silence, I felt like I was either eavesdropping or expected to be talking. Um, so that was a bit odd. And when I was talking and no one else was talking, I felt like I was talking to the whole room, except for like rather than just the person next to me. So yeah, everybody's like looking at you and like listening to your conversation, and you're like, I don't know you. Yeah, like I, I don't, I didn't mind that because because I don't know is that how it always is like you know that it's kind of we're all at this party so we're all talking to one another so I didn't know yeah. so I was like yeah like if that's the way that it is then cool I'm not saying anything that I wouldn't say to everybody anyway but it yeah. is I you don't know it's like when you it's like you don't know you know am I just talking to you or am I supposed to turn and address the whole room like I have a question what did you wear and what was your Sorry to divert away from your excellent question, Michelle, but this is more interesting. What was your thought process in the days before when you were trying to come up with your outfit for your first sex party? Yeah, so it was that was tough because I had asked Michelle, obviously, and I kind of knew, okay, yeah, you want to go like kinky, revealing, probably like lingerie kind of vibes, but... I first of all it's cold at the moment in Dublin and so I and I don't like being cold it makes me feel not sexy at all so I was like okay I need to 
figure out figure that element out and then also I have a very very messy apartment and all of my clothes are very disorganized like I know for a fact that I've like probably 50 outfits that I could have worn but any uh, outfit that I think of I can't find every element of the outfit and it wouldn't work without the rest of it and so it's just kind of I I was stressing and as well as that I did do a whole brought a whole bag of stuff over to Michelle's being like should wear this should wear this should wear this Michelle's like you look great just like how you are that's fine that's perfect she didn't even look at what I brought terrible but well um, no that's that's not true I gave you like one pointer yeah that's true and it was really good yeah yeah. Maybe you did. Well, she did look great, and also I was having an emotional breakdown, so everything was kind of about me. So yeah, that's true. And like, yeah, and I'm not, I'm not giving out about that. I actually felt comforted by. I was like, okay, I did it right. I was stressed as well on the day because I want. I, I had found a lingerie set that I wanted to wear, um, and one element of it broke while I was trying to put it on, and so it just wasn't really wearable. And I was like, as in the bra, the bra part broke. So then I just went with the underwear and a different top to what I, you know, so it was all of this. It was the switching around at the last minute. And I was very, very late. And I had to get a taxi out to Michelle's, which cost me 43 euro on top of the rest of the prices of the night. So, so sorry, what did you end up wearing? I wore uh, like a little tiny pair of uh, underwear that is from a lingerie set. Very like, so very blue, very romantic, little butterflies on it. I'm very strappy. So there's like four straps along each side and a pair of suspender tights and which your tip, Michelle, was to put the tights underneath. No, put over. Tight under the pants. Under yeah, the pants. Always. Under the pants. Same with yeah, fishnets. So, but yeah, but I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know why it didn't occur to me that way but yeah it made much more sense because obviously then you can see the pattern of the you know it just makes it more of like an intentional outfit or something and also it's easier to pee yeah that's I mean and that is very very important and yeah Um, very important yes yes exactly um and yeah just a little kind of uh I guess would you call it like a half latex half latex half like baby doll kind of vibe as the top the blue little top with the little it's it was a kind of it's a little latex latex on it yeah but it's not real latex more like pleather yeah okay but like the shiny baby doll milk maidy type top (laughs) yeah 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 it was just titties just titties out all over the place yeah the cute belt it was great yeah, I like I, I loved how I looked. I felt very good, except for those straps. Like the straps, you know, they have to sit in a very specific way, and that's very annoying. So you're con- kind of constantly going around. And one of those straps has since broken. So obviously, I just have to return that set because <laughs> they're just not what I want them to be. Or get in touch with them. But um, yeah, no, I the the what to wear thing was a big question. But again, in the end, I knew that I had. It was it was more of an overwhelm of. I have too much. What? How do I choose? As opposed to, I have nothing. And as well, I did when when Michelle mentioned about the hot tub. I was like, oh, okay, I'll bring my togs. And she's like, no, we'll just get in naked. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. And it's it's that's so obvious. Like when she said, <laughs> 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 fucking obvious. Like, but I I and I so then I felt embarrassed. I was like, what am that's I gonna get? Um, like that's the point of the hot tub being there in the first place. 
yeah. and that, that made sense and I am very um even when I'm not comfortable with my body which of course I have days where I don't like my what I see in the mirror even on those days I have like gotten myself to a stage where I'm more a naturist so I like being naked either way it's fun to be naked yeah. um I don't like it I don't I, like it at um swingsters to wear a set of togs would they not allow you if you wanted to to wear like a bikini oh, or a, a yeah swimsuit? of course yeah. let them try and fucking stop me <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly I don't like the getting in the hot tub anymore um generally because honestly it makes me so sleepy oh, oh like, yeah the last time I got into the hot tub um was the last night of the club in the old venue Michelle and like yeah. I was near falling asleep, like I was literally just like blissed out in the fucking you're corner. Of the hot tub. You're just so used. You're just so used to a relaxing bath. You're like a uh, warm oh, water time. I'm time such a bath girl. And then I get into the hot tub, and I'm like, why are all these people in my fucking bath? And like, you know. And then I'm supposed to get out of the hot tub, right? Like my body's soaking wet, and put on fishnets. Please. That is the worst part is having yeah. to put your tights back on afterwards. Like nightmare, yeah. I would rather I'd rather not go. I'm never doing I'm never gonna yeah. do that again. It's and it's so humiliating because I don't care who you are or what you look like, there's no way on God's green earth to put on tights and look graceful. And now I'm you know, I'm a fat woman, I'm uh soaking wet, I'm in a big wide open room full of people. I'm stumbling around with my fucking toes going into the holes and I don't want anybody to see my vagina because forgive me, I'm a little bit old fashioned. I don't really like anybody that I'm not playing with seeing my pussy. I'm like, I'm not, I'm a bit yeah. like, I just, that's, Oh that's, my God, you're such a brain. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so I'm trying to contend with all this and I, and then people are like, Hey, so I just I'm I not did, doing it anymore. I did think, in fairness now, like to, to back you up entirely, I did think they should have some seats around here or something to lean on rather than just expecting us ladies to be hopping around the place and looking and looking graceful. And it's like they expect even just to not like have a liability of injury on them because like you could fucking easily fall over. I yeah. even yeah, and even putting on my shoes on, like, I wasn't even wearing heels, but a lot of people do wear heels to these kind of things. And so if you're if you're standing there with one heel on trying to get the other heel on, and there's loads of, like, laces and straps and Even buckles. if they had, like, a little corner of the room where they put a curtain and a wee stool, and you could go in and you could dress yourself with some fucking dignity. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. exactly, yeah. It doesn't, it's it not even keep- about, like, oh, don't look at me. It's just about, like, can I have a second... <laughs> Just yeah. get with that. You have like, to be on display to all the people that yeah. I want to fuck in in this yeah. moment. Is this really the moment yeah. that I want that man to walk up the fucking stairs and see me no. asshole first? Like <laughs> a gape, a gape. I can't do it. I cannot do it. But even aside from that, so. If I was ever to do the hot tub again, I would absolutely be doing togs. I'd be doing a nice little bikini and then I'd just wear the bikini for the rest of the night and that would suit me down. I wear bikinis to swingsters most of the time anyway. Um, oh, perfect. Well, that's, a cute, that's a cute idea. Yeah, but, that's a really good idea. But it's the sleepiness for me. It's the bath vibes. Yeah. 
yeah you see I don't get that because I don't like baths I don't like to be alone with my thoughts um for <laughs> any amount of time um and also what I didn't what I again I should have I suppose picked this up as a tip from you Michelle because you when you got in you were like oh shit I didn't bring something for my hair I gave you hair clips to keep your hair out of the water I didn't clip my hair up and then I was just sitting there holding my hair with one hand and trying to like have natural conversations with people swinging my fucking elbow around <laughs> the guy that I ended up having sex with I did I had to turn to him and like in fairness I just used it as a, a way to talk to him but like I was like sorry that I'm nearly punching you in the face <laughs> with my elbow here just trying to keep my hair out of the water because I didn't I didn't like the idea of it looking like it's not for me it's either like wet hair is sexy or dry hair is sexy but like half wet hair is not really the vibe so like a dry and rock right. like. <laughs> I know. exactly yeah. yeah so I was just kind of trying to keep it out and that just ended up like getting you know I guess maybe it didn't it didn't get in my way but I felt no. silly I felt silly <laughs> well now that we're on the topic tell us what did you get up to post hot tub yeah, well, I so I <laughs> this was this was fantastic. I think this is my favorite part of the of the event and of the scene in general is that when because in the hot tub a couple had propositioned me basically when they were getting out or when we were getting out and they had said they were getting out I think and they had said well we were actually wondering if you would like to join and I had already set my sights on this man um let's call him Dean I suppose let's call him Dean Dean. I'm going with Dean because I haven't dated or fucked a Dean in many years. So it's just, it's interesting to bring, to put the the name back in my mouth. Um, <laughs> among other things. I had spied him coming in. You knew him as well. So you were like, Dean, I haven't seen you in ages, gets in like, and you guys are chatting away. So I was like, okay, grand, you know, I can be comfortable with this person. I don't need to even introduce myself kind of thing. Um, and so then when that couple were leaving and they propositioned me, I had kind of said to myself, oh, I would be interested in at least getting to know this, like Dean a little bit more. Um, so I, but I didn't know if he would be interested. So I kind of just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. So I didn't, I didn't know if he would be interested. I'm not used to, I'm not, I'm not it's weird it's just weird like really, let's I'm not, just be, it's a weird situation yeah exactly like I mean I'm in in a club or a bar or whatever it's much more likely that someone will at least be interested in talking to me for a while I knew I looked good etc I was naked in a hot tub next to him you know but it is a strange it's a different situation so I didn't want to assume anything but I also so I so I said to the couple look can I just think about it weigh up my options and like maybe I'll meet you later and of course they were really lovely and so they went off and then we got out of the hot tub we came downstairs and I turned like you, you I think Michelle you asked me you were like so where are you I, gonna well, I asked you because you want to what get rid of you want to what get happened was, what <laughs> was yeah. when we got into the hot tub my intended target mm-hmm. champion well, of the world 2022 yeah um well champion of my vagina 2022 um was in there and we were planning to play and um he was in there so that's why I got in the hot tub and then he has a lot of manners so he saw that other people were trying to get in the hot tub and so he got out yeah 
personally Ask. can't relate can't relate but whatever yeah and I was like okay look don't be going far um and getting out now soon right so like keep your dick in your pants thanks um and um off he went so we were chatting whatever and then we eventually got out um but at that stage when we went back downstairs I couldn't see him yeah you so wanted like, rid of me you wanted rid like, of me fuck. I was like yeah. fuck I need to get upstairs now <laughs> You wanted to have to stop, like, stop having to supervise moi. So you were like, so are you going with that? Going with that couple, I'm going to go somewhere else. (laughs) I need to facilitate blind having sex now. (laughs) Yeah, or leave her at a bus stop or something. (laughs) Yeah, but you know what, do you know actually what it was, was that I could see that there were prospects and I wanted to assist you in closing those prospects. Whereas if you hadn't had prospects, I would have just been like, peace, see you later, have fun, don't do anything I yeah. wouldn't do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I asked you, I was like, okay, who, who, what's going on? Who do you Yeah, who you, do you, were, want to have? you were just checking in as well as a friend. Like, yeah. yes, of course, you might have had ulterior motives, but like you were just checking in to see like, are, you know, do you want me to kind of help you out? Do you have any questions? Because if I do go then you will be on your own with other sound people and you're not going to be under any pressure. But if you want me to try mm-hmm. and facilitate in the meantime. And so I was like, yeah, no, I will probably go off with them. But then again, I kind of fancy Dean though. And you're like, oh, well, Dean likes you. <laughs> I was like, okay, how do you know? You're just like, I can tell. I can just tell. Because you kind of knew him from before as well. So you were just kind of like, I can tell. Don't worry. That's a sure thing. Like, do you want me to go ask yeah. him? And I, is that the is that the etiquette <laughs> like, yeah isn't it so funny though that like here we are three women on our you know early slash late 30s and um you're in a sex party right the one place on earth where you would think that you will be completely you know sexually free and blah 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 and yet when your friend tells you that a boy fancies you you're still like <laughs> oh really <laughs> but can I also tell you can I also tell you what happened when I when I went to dinner because I had said to Blahin I was like there's way like I can leave you to I can tell you now that he's definitely interested and I can leave you to you know do your do and that's fine or we can do a secondary school style and I can go and ask him if he meet my mate right and I was like it's just more efficient to do that <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And again, you want to be like, okay, go and do that. So I immediately went out to the smoking area um, and sat down with Dean. And I was like, hello, I'm here on business. He was like, what? I was like, Blaheen. And he went, what about her? And I was like, Blaheen, yeah. And he went, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, fucking, yeah, definitely, yeah. And I was like, great. That's very quick. I mean, I to be honest, that's like like I love you, but that is a real letdown. I wish that it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish you had more details or like because no, that's literally all that happened. I was like, come on. I was like, keep up, man. It makes me wonder why it took him a second to realize what you were saying. Is it that he didn't envision that I would like him, which again yes. would be Sarah, as you were saying that, but like as Sarah was saying, you're at a sex party it's the one place where you can kind of assume that if someone mentions someone to you there's at least going to be some kind of reason so like why was yeah, why no. did it take him a beat to figure I think out he, he was like 
I think he didn't think that you'd be interested in him. As, as evidenced by the 25 to 30 times he thanked me later in the oh. evening. <laughs> He's a real, he is a real sweetheart. Um, And like he, yeah, I, I, I just I don't like I'm now feeling really defensive of him I'm like I feel like I, I need to text him later and be like why were you surprised that I would like you you're a really nice guy you're hot oh you know, like everything like that so um but I then again that secondary, school, that secondary school way of making things happen though because like I've done that not with Michelle but with the with the woman who organizes swingsters and is normally always there um with Mr. Fox the first time I played with him I literally was like, I need you to go tell him that I want it. Yeah. And yeah. tell him to bring it to me. Um because I just I can't I can't I, I can't do it. Well you see, I can, and that's the thing as well, is that I, I wasn't not to, not to like correct you, Sarah, or anything, but like when when Michelle said, like, oh, he definitely does fancy you, I was it's not like I was surprised. Again, I've done a lot of work on myself and loving myself and it's a tough thing and it's not like constantly all the time, but I do tend to get confused when men don't fancy me. So I <laughs> I find it confusing. I'm like, okay, well then now I don't fancy you anymore because clearly you're an idiot. And <laughs> so I I expect that anybody, and that sounds really big headed and like lack lacking of any basis, but it doesn't lack yeah. basis. I've done work to make myself very fanciable. Yeah, I love God. No, no, no. And I, like, I completely understand where you're coming from. And I would actually say the same thing about me. Sometimes yeah. I have to remember that there are some men who aren't attracted to me. And I go, oh, why, fuck, yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, they have a right to not be attracted to me, right? I will give them permission. For, to, yeah, that, that's but, fine. But, yeah. Everybody has a but right that's to be not wrong, a point. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's allowed to be wrong a few times. Like, sure. Yeah. But. And it's not even offensive. Like the it's uh, what offends me about it is it's that all of the men that I don't care about them fancy me. They like yeah, they're flocking to me. Oh, yeah. But like I fancy, I have one crush, and it's always that's the guy that's like <laughs> I would never. It's like sorry, what? How has this happened? What are the chances? What are the odds? Like every anyway oh. anyway anyway it's like this is the thing as well it's so unfeminist but not really because i'm like you know i want men to stop creeping on me but there are some men that i that could do with creeping on me a bit more to be honest could literally could a, could bit. Be a bit more lecherous like exactly yeah. you could do a leering a little bit more at me please and like you know give me some kind of, because i don't like i i don't deal well with rejection at all um, because I have because it's so rare in my life so I don't want to have to deal with the possibility of it so that's the thing it's like I it's not that I'm not confident enough to make the first move I am confident enough to make the first move but I want to be sure and usually that certainty presents itself pretty quickly because men are like agog yeah no <laughs> so I don't I don't I don't get it even even if I know for a fact that a man wants to sleep with me you could not pay me to instigate that interaction yeah I cannot do it I'm a confident person like I'm a confident person I you know I am yeah it's not that I'm surprised that he fancies me I would just genuinely rather lie down on the M50 at rush hour yeah but that's like to a man you want to play with me no (laughs) no if if I know somebody is interested then I have no problem making the I have no problem making the first move but not if I don't know not if I don't know well, I guess with you, it's the difference between the first move and the chase. Like you're not going to yeah, chase. Yeah, no, I don't. 
I don't really I don't really chase either. I I don't like ew at the idea of chasing, but I I'll do things to make myself much more available for chasing. Mm. And I think you do less of that even. You're kind of like, no, 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 if he wants to, he'll come. And I'm like, no, 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 you have to give yeah. put little little jelly beans on the way. <laughs> so like, Michelle's you know. barriers in there. Michelle's like, let's take this fucking obstacle course. <laughs> Here's my thing, right? Here's my thing. Who doesn't like jelly beans? I mean, Everybody likes I, jelly beans. I don't like well, jelly beans. Well, I know, I know you don't, I but you know I actually I mean. don't like jelly beans either. My like overwhelming, just- my thing is, if you offer, for the most part, notwithstanding yeah. recent experiences, if yeah, you exactly. offer, man, if you offer a man sex, he's gonna he's gonna have sex. So for me, I'm like the only way for me to know for sure that that's you he is actually into me is to let yeah. him initiate it because that's I true. am pretty confident that the vast majority of men I offer sex to will have sex with me. Yeah, well, I was confident in that until recently as well, but we won't talk about that. That's a different trauma for another day. Is Yeah, that that is, that's the main source of those uh, sitting around on my own in my apartment. And that comes into my, that comes into my mind once a day at these days. And I go, no, out loud. Um, I, I'm, tra- I am traumatized. It's a big T trauma. <laughs> <laughs> anyway we've gone way off topic the we juicy have. details so after the after the rendezvous had been arranged so then I went off to ride myself so I don't know anything that happened between then and when I was finished yeah well I so I I was just kind of like okay thank you but and you see I think I did ask so like Sarah as you said like I did ask like okay how do, how do you know because you were so confident that he would like me that I was like, how do you know? And it's it well, it was it went beyond fr- just like, oh, I know how he acts when he likes someone. I was like, this that like you're acting like he knew that I was coming, like is really excited, blah blah. blah. But so I went. Uh, so then I was kind of like, okay, maybe he likes me too much. Maybe I don't. Maybe I'm not actually fucking interested. And so we'll see. So went out. I think I didn't have any skins that night. So he, I was like for for rolling cigarettes, and so I was like stealing his skins. Um, so that was an easy way but like once I knew from you I was very easily just able to go up sit next to him and like know what's gonna happen you know um, and one thing that I will say when it comes to me I I don't like do again it's like if I know that they like me I don't mind being the one that initiates like a first kiss for instance um, if I really like someone and they really like me I do I hate doing it if I don't really like them because then I'm waiting for them to like I don't know if I have that inside of me to initiate a kiss with somebody that I'm not a hundred percent sure wants to be kissed. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't have that. I just want to get it out of the way though, because like if I if I'm not really sure if I like them, and then they're a really good kisser, then that'll that'll help me like them a little bit more. No, Mm. no, you're very you're braver. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And also, I kind of use it like because I think it's kind of sexy. Uh, for me sometimes I get it's it's very rarely failed again recent scenarios notwithstanding but it's very rarely failed that when I say like oh are you gonna kiss me or do you want to kiss that they say no very rare I would actually honestly rather <laughs> die <laughs> I can't yeah. believe there are people in the world who say these things like and I'm, that's not a judgment on you blocking at all I just, like even if a man said that to me I would 
dissolve into a blushing oh, I'm such a dickhead yeah. I hate myself I, I your just, arsehole would just fall wholly out of your body if someone said that to you I think even if I actually did want to kiss that person it would send the question would send me into blind panic yeah <laughs> like, fucking hell I know I think it's sexy because it's a consent thing and it's also like because you because you don't want like I mean come on like let's think about it there's nothing less sexy than the like a man sitting there next to you being like so anyway do you have any siblings and then you're like yeah I have one and they're like (sighs) (sighs) and and your face stop doing it the way it's the way that the face moves as well because it's like ah no uh, no no (laughs) Just, sorry, just for the listeners, Blahin is repeatedly leaning right into her camera with her mouth open. Um, <laughs> I think I sent you a reel. Somebody made a reel of that, and I think I sent it the other day. We'll post it after this after this episode yeah, goes it's up. Not so people can... really, yeah, yeah. No, actually, I think it was a friend of ours posted it because I was talking well. to her. I completely agree that the con- the consent element of that is very sexy and the, yeah. um, the 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 fact that he or she has the confidence to say that mm. while looking you in the eye is very sexy it would just send me into a blind absolute blind panic yeah like, fuck, I, I have to, to say for me there is a little bit of a gendered thing about it as well because I am a woman I'm a queer woman but when it's a man that I am like with and especially again if the date's going really well and I really want to kiss it's a way for me to get what I want which is a kiss and not wonder is he going to be too nice to like fucking initiate it am I going to have to wait ages so it's a really sexy way for me to take the gender thing back and be like are you going to kiss me like uh, like as in it's an invite it's consent to kiss me but it's also a little bit like cheeky like oh what oh you want in here do you <laughs> you know, I that makes loads of sense to me, and I think actually maybe that's why I fucking hate it, is because, um, not because I hate queer people or anything like that, but because, um, <laughs> wow, <laughs> in my outside of my sexuality, I'm a feminist. In my sexuality, I am the biggest misogynist going. Right, uh-huh. I I will never do something that I feel a man should do sexually ever. Right, and. And that's just me. And I'm not saying that's right or that's wrong or anything like that. But I think the idea of having to take the lead in even the tiniest way would just. I was yeah, fucking I guess. Like. I guess if you. Yeah, yeah. I know, but that definitely makes sense because I guess if you want to put it in terms of, like that does, that is very conducive with all of my, with my kink as well, because I am a sub, but I'm like a bratty sub. So I'm not like. I'm not necessarily like scared of telling you off if you've done something that I don't like or well actually no I'm not that's that's a that's a wrong avenue that I'm going down what I mean is like I will definitely and as well I think as well there's a bit of a kink the money kink part of it comes into it sometimes as well because I I don't mind being like demanding of it or or again like that that gender role for one thing is like i on a date i would re, on a date with a man i it's not that i expect them to pay but i really like it when they pay it makes me feel fucking looked after and sexy and safe and everything like that so i guess i understand both elements of it but i guess it's the bratty sub 
part of me. But then I then again, I don't want to make it look, sound like I'm assuming that all subs can't make a first move either. You know, no, and, and I'm like, it should be it should be written on my passport. Sarah Terrell, bratty sub, right? That is, I'm very bratty, but I yeah. still couldn't do it. So I think it just it just it's it's interesting. That like we're both two women, we're the same age, we're both body subs, and we both have completely different approaches to this. Yeah, yeah, no, and like I think it's I I think I'm very open with this kind of thing, especially at that because it was a sex party and I hadn't been to a sex party before. Like I would have been open to any approach at it. Like if I was told, oh, it would it wouldn't be cool for you not like it wouldn't be cool for Michelle to do the the dirty work for me and I would have to do it. Then I'd be like, yeah, okay, fair enough. If I was told it wouldn't be cool for me to do it and it's actually much better for only Michelle to do it and someone else has to set up, then that would make sense too. I'm I was just kind of like trying to go with whatever was the best. But it is sad that he was like. I, I I just find it very curious that you knew that for sure that he'd be bet into me, and it is sad that he was like confused. He was bet into me, but confused that I wouldn't like like that I would like him back. So. Well, look, there's varying different reasons for that, and part of it is that you're cool and hot and funny, and why wouldn't anybody like you? But Thank also, you. I would say you are also like fresh meat new hot property which is always attractive um on the scene as well and just from knowing dean and knowing the type of people that he's been with in the past i could just tell that you would be a bit of him yeah well i mean like we so uh so and we have been talking since and everything as well and that's that is a thing is that i guess I understand more now that it might not even have been like he couldn't conceptualize me fancying him. He's just very, he's very, very big on consent and respect and yeah. making sure that he's okay all the time. Um, which is really nice. He's a great communicator and stuff as well. So that's, it's, it's fantastic. It was great that night. It worked out perfectly because of, because of that kind of like, you know, you were able to feel safe or like that I was safe if you went off and played and I would be grand. You, you knew that this person would, First of all, you knew how I would be with someone like anyway. I mean, horrible things happen on all kinds of scenes. But like, you know, God bless someone that my friend has just set me up with that that tries to that tries to be a dick (laughs) to me. Like, come and see. But um, (laughs) but I yeah, so I just sat down and like asked him for a skin rolled a cigarette and then like we were chatting away and then I initiated the kiss I think no we actually I think he said I think he said oh Michelle asked uh, Michelle actually came and asked me a question about you there and I was like yeah I know I sent her to you on you girl fucking hell <laughs> <laughs> I'd be but like again, oh really Michelle who what are you talking about <laughs> no, no 100% I was like yeah yeah I know I know I like I, I mean I I I, I, it would have been, <laughs> I don't know how to express, like there were, there's no way that that would have happened without me asking Michelle to do it. I would have been annoyed if Michelle had just volunteered me and then left. <laughs> so, you know what, you should get on with Blaheen. I'm kind of getting a bit bored of her. Goodbye. <laughs> Imagine. I think though, Sarah, me and you suffer from the same affliction, which is, even when we conceptually know that a man knows that we like him, mm-hmm. we're like, ugh. <laughs> ugh. Like, even, even if I've had a man's penis in my mouth, 
Mm-hmm. If I ever do something that might construe to him that I actually like him, I'm like, oh my God, Michelle, how cringe. Well, I need to learn a little bit of that from both of you then, because that's the yeah. problem with me is sometimes I do show it a little bit too much and that puts them it's off. Not, it's, then, I don't show it at all. I'm like, I think you're me suck your dick. It's not a good thing. So like there was one night actually where Michelle and I went out and I had pre I had previously arranged to play with a guy at this event who I'd never played with before. And I chatted to him loads and we got on really well, but we'd never actually met in person, right? So we got to the event and like it was it was on paper we were fucking at this thing, right? Um oh, yeah, yeah. bumped into him, started <laughs> chatting to him, and I spent I proceeded to spend the rest of my night doing everything I could to not be in the same room as him. Because I kept blushing and I couldn't stand it. She would not speak I to him. Stand, I couldn't stand the blushing. It was so awkward. I this is, I don't know how I, how I ever get a ride is a fucking miracle. Like genuinely. And then <laughs> he went off. He went, eventually the poor soul gave up thinking, oh, she obviously thinks I'm fucking ugly in person or something. He went off and fucked somebody else. And I was in a blind rage. He nearly yeah. burned like, the place to the ground. She was fuming. <laughs> yeah. I'd be devastated if that happened to me. Maybe it would make me really sad. I would feel humiliated, like if I was, if I, like thought I was going to ride someone at a party, and then they went off with somebody else. But like, <laughs> I, but no, but I not if you had, not if you had spent the evening actively avoiding that person, which is yeah, what I can't imagine that if I hadn't given them the opportunity to, like, <laughs> no, no, no opportunity no. given. No, like literally, no, no. If I'd spat in his face, it wouldn't have been more clear that I was not interested. But I was interested. There were were points at which he was at the bar and I was like, just go up and say hello to him. And she was like, absolutely not. I was like, all you have to do is she's like, no. Why? And then we bumped into him in the hall. He introduced himself to me. I had never met him before, but I'd heard of him. Yeah. Me and him had a conversation. But did he know, like, were, were you waiting for him, Sarah, to go up to you and say hi and, and initiate? And then yeah, why didn't yeah, you just force it? Just I, look, I, I don't care. I told you the feminism leaves my body in these scenarios. Just oh, force it. Fine. Yeah, that's he that what he's me. He didn't that's initiate fine. because he is also a very extremely respectful, like, hyper respectful, consensual guy. And it was because yeah. it was the first time they had ever met. He yeah. was in the brain space of, okay, this is the first time we've met. She, this is the first time she's seen me. Maybe she's not attracted to me. Maybe yeah. she doesn't like my side. Maybe whatever. Like he was waiting for her to like, be like, hello. Yeah. And yeah. I have to say though, I do agree with you, Sarah, because like the thing is, I, I definitely, I, 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 I like that about Dean that he is always kind of like checking in and making sure everything's okay and everything like that. But at the same time, if I, if that night had gone differently and because Michelle hadn't said it to me that like I, that I found out afterwards that actually he did like me and I liked him and it's just that he didn't say anything or he didn't want to like even, even talk to me on my own, then I'd be annoyed. Yeah. Cause I'd be like, oh, come on. Like, no, but the thing is like, I'm not, there's no point in lying here. Right despite what it may have looked like in the moment, I was not angry at him. I was raging with myself for doing this again. Yeah. Again, yeah. Sarah, you have cock-blocked yourself. I know. Yeah. And it will continue for many years to come, I'm sure. And that's that's the curse of being 
um, an imperfect princess. Yes. Look, it happens, don't we? Hard know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, really well in the end there. Yeah. Like we were all, okay. Well, that's good. There you go. So you got there in the end, did you? Did you clear it up with them? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Um, but we are like just mates, and I get on really well with them, and it's fine. Whatever. Okay. There you go. Well, uh, yeah, no, you're just chatting away. I said, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he said, oh, Michelle came and talked to me there about you. And I was like, yeah, I know. I told her to. And he, he was like, oh, okay. Uh, oh, good. And I was like, yeah. So, uh, do you want to kiss? <laughs> so we started kissing and then we stopped kissing. And I was like, in fairness now, I don't know, kind of like, usually then the rest in a bar, in a regular bar. It would be like, do you want to kiss? We kiss. If, if it's a good kiss, then I'm like flirty, kind of like, oh, mm, th- thank you so much. Good, sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then. Oh, this is so like, but We'll continue to have a few more drinks and then I'll, like, I'll be like, oh, my God, back to yours. Are you coming back to mine kind of thing or whatever? Or or he will. You know what I mean? Like that. that's the normal carry on there. Whereas for me, I was like, okay so now what's the next step now is it like kiss and then like we're going straight to bed or what the, how do we arrange this so of course he was really nice and respectful about it he was like well it's whatever you want to do maybe we can go up to the bed and have a chat there and just like talk about what we're both into or not into or whatever we did that it was absolutely like the 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 funniest <laughs> The funniest part of this is, and I don't know if I'm going to be cancelled from the kink community for this, because it was very much making fun of the people around us having sex at a sex party. And I understand. That's why, as long as you whisper. Yeah, well, what we were, because like, so we were in there, even as we, even as we were the ones like getting dorky, um, we kept the, on both sides, we were surrounded by people that were, that were going very fast, right? So it was like... (laughs) So it was just a lot of that. And so like we now then just even from that first night meeting, like we have a private joke from that first time that we met where because we kept on just stopping what we were doing and being like, good for you. Yes. Yeah. Applause. So and I, you know, because I was like, I'm an attention whore. I live for the applause. Like, you know, I'm a performer. This is great. These 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 claps are for me. <laughs> So yeah, we had like that's great as well because sex is hilarious and I like to have fun during sex, so that was good as well. And it made me feel so much more comfortable as well that it's not yeah. kind of like you're expected to be sexy because you're at a sex party. It's like we can be sexy. It was it was very sexy of him, I think that like because he was the one that started because I was just I I started by saying like oh Jesus they're really going at us <laughs> and he did the applause thing. He did the whole thing. And so I was like, that's great. Dean's got jokes. Dean likes jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. I caught the tension a bit, yeah. It's the way to get to my heart for sure, because I like I like good I like humor, of course. Um of course I don't want a man to be funnier than me. Ew. But um <laughs> absolutely not. But like the you know, yeah, it cut the tension and then it just made it so much easier to talk about literally anything then as well. You know, and then even the next day, like when we were texting, you send me like little applause emojis. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Cute. 
going well. Yeah, it went it went well. It would have gone well even if I hadn't had sex on the at my for my first night party. Like it it was a great experience to just I just like just knowing what's out there as an experience to do. And it was um all very very community and very happy and very like open as in like just no no one needs to feel weird about any of this you know we're just a load of people that have sex it's cool so yeah um and so like obviously I think everybody goes to these things and goes, I don't know what I was expecting but it wasn't what I was expected <laughs> was it as good as you hoped it would be um I don't think I even had a good slash bad uh expectation of like barometer of it like I I didn't expect it to be bad, but I didn't expect it to be like absolutely amazing either. It was, it's hard to say. It was, it was what I expected it to be and yet in ways and then, and yet in ways it wasn't. So for instance, like the hot tub, except for the getting changed element of the hot tub, because that is, you are absolutely right. That needs improvements. <laughs> That's true. Well, thank you. was better than I expected. Like that was much more, you know, I kind of was thinking, oh no, okay, if we're all in there naked, then I'm going to be looking at people's willies. <laughs> so I'm going to be looking. You can only see people's willies when they're getting in and when they're getting out. Yeah. Because of the and it's, not, and it's not like it's absolutely crazy to either, uh, either on purpose or by accident see a willy in a hot tub where everybody's naked yeah, if you're in the hot tub and someone else is getting into the hot tub their willy is at eye level and exactly looking at you in the eyes yeah i yeah. try so hard to avoid them do you i i don't look i don't look well sarah you and i do have a policy of no flaccid cocks so like we don't ever i don't ever want to see one it never needs to be in my presence <laughs> yeah I would find to do with me I have nothing to do with them so uh, I do, yeah I do like a flask of cock now in a pair of sweatpants though so there's that like when you can see it like no boxers underneath and you can kind of see it flop. if it's a nice big girthy one yeah and you can see it flopping around oh my god I'm actually my wouldn't neck. it be better if it was hard <laughs> It would be better. Yeah, no, 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 no. Be, no, as in walking around my house in sweatpants if it was hard. No, what if I well, like what if I'm cooking or something? No, I don't want to ride right now. Like well, I like okay. I, it can still be hard my aesthetic pleasure. I yeah, of course. No, I don't get it. I don't understand. It's like saying it's like saying, um, yeah, I love Alexis, even if it's scratched to shit and it's breaking <laughs> down and the bumpers <laughs> falling off. I love Alexis. Okay, but would you not like a brand new Lexus? Yeah, well, like, I would. Like, like, no, but you see, sometimes there are situations in which I would just like to see, like, okay, so for a dick pic, like, you want it to be a hard dick. In bed, when we're about to have sex, I want it to be a hard dick. But, like, yeah. if it's just walking around after a shower, it's like, ooh. And then, you know, do a little hol- helicopter with it. Be like, I got a present for you. Yeah. <laughs> So we've got to have humor with this woman off the podcast. Get her off the podcast. We've got to have humor with our genitals. It's funny. They're funny. funny. And also, like, they're just body parts at that stage. This is when I. This is when we're walking around naked in the house. Like, I don't want if I have a partner and they're in. They're either living with me or they're or they're like hanging out in my house. And like I said, they're just out of the shower or something like that. I don't want them to be walking around with a massive heart on. That's as that's as egregious to me as 
waking up knowing that I don't need to get up yet and then him trying to fucking like do the poking in the back with the hard knob thing I hate that I hate that oh, I love that that's my favorite I like it when I'm horny but the pressure of it when I don't want to ride when I just want to sleep is like fuck off like and they're they can no, be sometimes very pokey like they can be sometimes like if I've said no then that's like leave that like well yeah obviously completely agree but I I I like to be I I love to be awoken with a no. hard penis in the smaller back. it goes it goes sleep first then sex that's in that's the hierarchy of experiences for me sleep is always top no I don't understand day. anything you're saying really but I suppose <laughs> you can do wrong. yeah I can yeah um I could I could agree with you, but then we'd both be wrong. So, um, oh, so oh. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Don't make me separate you, okay? Um, fair to say, Blahin, that you would go again to another sex party. A thousand percent, I would go again. I do think that. Yeah, I do. I do think that I would want to know if that if someone that I am interested in that's on the scene, I would want to know if they're going in advance. I wouldn't want to just turn up and see, are they there? I would want to. So for instance, if I was going to another one, I would text Dean and see, is he going anyway? And if he's not already going, would he like to co- go because I am going? Those are two things that I would like to know about. I wouldn't like to just be like, oh, we'll see if he's there. And then if he's there on the day, because I want to be prepared for whether or not it's a sure thing or I'm going to meet new people or whatever, you know? Exactly. I, I also think that's important. Like if if you have somebody that you know you like to play with, it's good to know if they're going to be there or not. So you're not like hoping and then disappointed when you get there to find that they're not there or worse, that they are there and they arrange to play with someone else. Yeah. Yeah. This this is the thing is that you don't want to make the assumption that just because you've played with somebody once, that every time you're in that room together, you're going to pick each other again. And that goes both ways. Like Mm -hmm. there's people that I've played with at Swingsters that I've, I would definitely play with again, but harsh as this may sound there's somebody i'd rather play with so if they were there i'd rather play with them yeah that doesn't like everybody is allowed to have that preference right so like i think i the the waters around there are quite muddy for me like i haven't seen my waters aren't muddy because there's really only one person on the scene that i play with and also you know me like i have to be the favorite yeah, yeah. Like that's that's the thing. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's like it doesn't sound harsh from you, Sarah. I like I would be like that where I would have, you know, like let's say if I started going to them regularly and I did have people that I played with, a few people that I played with, I would probably have a preference and order of preference. But for me not to be anyone's favorite is unacceptable. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, I haven't it even is, really considered that because that's not a possibility. So let's yeah, not even. This is, this is what I mean. Like this is that's exactly what I mean like I would just be so perplexed I'd be like what it would be a turn off to say the least oh 100% like you'd never play with him again totally not out of madness or out of spite but just like oh I find you so unattractive now (laughs) no not and absolutely just to be extremely clear because the people three of the 
men that we um have played with are all listening to this podcast that would be a wrong thing to do it's just that we're delusional and self-obsessed that that this is our opinion I would like to make it clear that Michelle does not speak for me. I am not delusional. <laughs> I am fully, fully aware. And I just think that it would be so silly and stupid of you to want to play with anybody except for me. Uh, well, well, without me. Not even, I'm not even going to contribute to this because I know that my daddy wouldn't pick anybody else. So I'll just leave oh, it there yeah. for him to hear that. Well, evidently Michelle thinks that Dean wouldn't pick anybody else in the world except for me, which makes me feel great. But <laughs> I do think that. I do think that. <laughs> um, as in just forever. <laughs> for, yeah. any reason, for any activity. That's all. <laughs> the but like, that's lovely. I do. Uh, I like him too. So that's nice. You know? That's yeah, that's great. Um, okay, so I think that sums up the night. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really good night. Delighted that you had a great time without me, pair of bitches. <laughs> I did. I was like, thank God Sarah's not going. So <laughs> well, I was actually I was actually supposed to be going, but then I found out you were going. <laughs> no, I actually because we were there was another event recently that we were supposed to be going to, and I was really looking forward to meeting you at that. Um, which we won't even get into. But like, yeah, my I was I was really looking forward to that. So I'm really glad to meet you formally, Sarah, here, and like thank you for having me. Yeah. You're so welcome. Um, but before we go, Blahim, we should talk a little bit about date night. Oh yes, yeah, date night, our live comedy show that is coming to Chennai in Dublin on the twenty ninth of yeah. March, which is a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. It's going to be the last Wednesday of every month. It's a monthly show, and of course, then when it's oh, re- sorry, by the time by the time this airs, it will be next Wednesday. Yeah, it'll yeah, be it'll the be coming Wednesday. Wednesday. So this will yeah. come out on the Friday and then the event will be on the coming Wednesday. Wednesday. Tickets are live online right now through Eventbrite. If you go to at Date Night Show on Instagram, and that's D-A-T-E-N-I-T-E show on Instagram, you'll find it. Obviously, we'll put it in the notes and we'll tag and so on and so forth. You can get tickets there. Yeah. Uh, but Zahin, tell us about Date Night. Uh, it's going to be, basically, I wanted it to be, uh, and the reason that I approached Michelle about it, because I was like, I think that either you'll want to be involved or you'll at least have some great ideas. And I was right about both of those things. So I wanted to do something that was kind of like half matchmakery, half dating advicey kind of thing. I wanted to do like a something where I could judge people and laugh at them and slag them and have fun with the crowd. But also yeah. at the same time that it would be, you know, because... At the amount of times that I've been on a dating app and I've been like, if this dating app had this, I would like it so much more or whatever, yeah. you know, um, or this is what this is lacking. So the first part is just we'll have our banter. We'll have catch ups about like what we're doing and like any dating disasters or whatever recently. And then we'll have stuff from the crowd as well. So you'll be able to text us on the night um, if you don't want to put your hand in the air. You'll be able to text us and be like, oh, I'm, I have this dating dilemma or I don't know how to talk to this person or my boyfriend's being a fucking jack um and then we will you know address that um and then the next and then the next segment is that we will be looking at dating app profiles and giving some tips yes we will slag you but they will yeah. be nice tips we will give you we will give you very constructive criticism tips yeah 
I'm gonna get and, you. Up, I'm gonna try and get you a date. Yeah. So anybody who puts their um puts their profile forward to be critiqued, we will see in the room if anybody is interested in dating them. And then if they are, we'll send them off on a little interval date. Yeah. And then as the interval, we'll see how well it went. <laughs> what apps will you be using for this? Whatever like anybody any wants to give us. Yeah. Any yeah, any app that they want to show us. If they want to show us their grinder, if they want to show us their field, if they want to show us their bumble, etc., etc. Like, I suppose maybe the only thing that, the only worry is that we find a, a new one that we've never found, that we've never used before and we don't know how to go through the pictures. And we're like, you don't have any pictures. <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. Sure I'm sure it'll be fine. The, between the two of us, I think we have enough dating app experience to mm, make us experts. Right. Yeah. Right? So, um, and, then, and, then, and then we'll have a guest every night and uh, they will, I'll go on a date with them. Yeah. It's not creepy. It's not weird. They don't even have to be single. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> you should make that your tagline for your fucking dating profile on your app. Yeah. It's not creepy. It's not weird. You don't even have to be single. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not true in my general day-to-day life. But for the date night, the show, you know, it's mainly, it's about... It's just kind of like, I wanted like, uh, yeah, it's the chicken sh- chicken shop date vibes. Because I was actually going to do a separate show um, that where I did kind of a chicken shop date kind of vibe. Um, and then Michelle was like, why don't you make that part of this? So that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to do. Peter McGann's yeah. our first guest. He's an absolute legend and he's hilarious and we're looking forward to it. Yeah, very hilarious. I think it's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. The whole premise, the whole concept sounds so fun. And also I love him. He's so fucking yeah. weird. I feel like his I feel like his character that he does is me trying to talk to men. Like that extreme <laughs> awkwardness. That is true. Honestly, I relate to that character so fucking hard. It's ridiculous. Spot on. Um, so I'm I excited to see him. I haven't um I haven't asked him does he want to do the date in character or do it as Peter McGann. No, he has oh, to do it in character. character. Oh my god. Oh my god. Represent us awkward people with no game. Please represent us. Peter McGann is is his name name, but like his character name is like Liam something. He has a few different characters. You know the one that I like the best is like the the guy from the accountancy firm. Oh God, I can't remember it. It's like he's like a middle aged guy, and he's like, "Oh, it's such and such here from such and such and such and like a nice Dobo guy." And it's really like that's my favorite one. Uh, I like I like the one where he's like, uh, "I'd say there's some some sore heads today." It's painful, it's and I watch so those reels, and I'm like. This is what it's like to watch me speak yeah. to men. This is what it is. Yeah. I'm Maybe seeing we'll myself. Do it, like, we'll do it halfy, halfy, I suppose. Or, so, or even if the foot he wants to do full character. Because the thing is, is that I, when I'm going on a date, I'm never, ner- like for a first date especially, I'm never nervous or anything like that. I might start getting nervous as I like them more and more, but I always assume I'm not going to like them. So I... <laughs> confidence. I'm never nervous on a first date, no. Take everything I'm, in my stride. I'm never nervous about it. I could stand 
feel a bit more nervous because I don't invest myself in it. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then I get there and I'm like, oh, he's nice. Oh, no, I don't know. I'll tell, I'll tell you off, Loheen, right? You give me a little bit of your confidence and I'll give you my nervous diarrhea. <laughs> I don't right? know. <laughs> if, a man, if a man I fancy texts me, I'm texting Michelle from the toilet four seconds later. <laughs> the night we're that we go to Finsters or any event, I can't eat for twenty four hours. My stomach is in knots. Oh my I god! She comes yeah. over and she's like, "I'm like, oh, let's get food before we go." And she's like, "I can't eat anything." And I'm like, "I can't eat. I can't eat. I can't eat." Yeah. So I'll give you some of my nervousness, and you can give me some of your confidence, and then maybe want... we'll find a way to make a normal person. Yeah, sure. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. It's not a co- it's not even necessarily confidence. I'm not like, oh, this is gonna go fine. I'm just kinda like I don't like to I am there are nerves that exist somewhere in there. It's like when I'm going on for a show, you know. Like I'm gonna be nervous, obviously, but I've done it a million times and it's never killed me. So you know? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. um I do think that I'm going to have a good time seeing what I would be like on a real date if I was faced with someone like one of Peter McGann's characters. So let's. Oh wow! Like, I am. I am going to treat these interviews like they're a date. I really am yeah, going to treat them like I would be on, like on a date. Obviously, with a few exceptions. Like I'm not going to be like, "Are you going to kiss me?" Because <laughs> that's unprofessional. <laughs> I hope you're going to be fully shaved and prepped and everything. Every right? Oh fuck that. <laughs> I don't even do that. With, I I can't like I don't even do that like with like most other dates. I really yeah no 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 right uh, okay leave it there because as always we've yeah, gone like, horrifically over time. Um, yeah. Blahin, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, thank you for having me. It's been a real blast. Um, You're so and, welcome. And I really yeah. I. I love the pod and I hope that everybody that loves the pod will love date night. And me, yes. please love me. Love me. Please love me. But if you don't, um, I don't give so. Because um, I'm so confident. Thanks, thanks everybody for listening. Um, please follow us on Instagram at Pure Filth Podcast. Please follow date night at date night show. Um, we will be back in two weeks probably with a brand new episode say goodbye sarah goodbye sarah goodbye sarah Bye. Bye. Bye.